Amen. Can we give that to the Lord right quick? Jesus, we love you, God. Lord, there's none like you. There's none beside you. Lord, you're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I worship you. I lift up your name and I lift up your praise. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. It's good to be bringing the word. It's, I'm very thankful and I'm very humbled for this opportunity. Pastor and Bishop, I want to thank you for this opportunity for, to be able to preach and be able to minister to these wonderful, wonderful people, to be able to minister to my church family. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I want to turn to Daniel chapter 3, verse 10 through 18. That's Daniel chapter 3, verses 10 through 18. Daniel chapter 3, verse 10 through 18. And I'll be reading out of the ESV. And it says, You, O king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. In verse 12 it says, And there are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, Oh, pay attention, pay no attention to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in furious rage, commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought. So they brought these men before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar answered and said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? In verse 15. Now, if you are ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, to fall down and worship the image that I have made well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately, immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you out of mine hands? And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have put up. Pastor, if you will pray. Amen. You may be seated. So, as Pastor texted me this week about, you know, hey, he he didn't ask me if I wanted to preach. He texted me and said, hey, you're going to preach Wednesday. I'm like, okay, well, if your pastor says, you know, you, you don't really have a choice, so you kind of have to. And so, as I was, you know, reading in my word, you know, as I was studying and, you know, trying to, to find out, you know, Lord, what do you want me to preach? Lord, what do you want me to, to say to these people? There was one thing that the Lord kept tugging at my heart about, and it was about the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. And it's not about a fear of being afraid or a fear of, you know, being scared of God or, or anything like that, but it's a fear for displeasing God, a fear of displeasing God. 
You know, as I began to think about it, you know, there was one person that really stood out to me in the Bible that, that was a person that, you know, that was really, really feared God. And David was a person that stood out to me. He was a man after God's own heart. He didn't even, you know, he didn't even kill God's anointed. He didn't kill Saul. In 1 Samuel chapter 24, verses 4 through 7, it says, And the men of David said unto him, Behold, the day of which the Lord said unto thee, Behold, I will deliver thine enemy into thine hand, and thou mayest do to him as it shall seem good unto thee. And David arose and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privily. And it came to pass afterward that David's heart smote him because he had cut off Saul's skirt. And he said unto his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch forth mine hand against him, seeing he is anointed of the Lord. So David stayed his servants with these words and suffered them not to rise against Saul. But Saul rose up out of the cave and went his way. So even in looking at this little this portion of scripture I just read, the Lord smote David's heart because of what he did to Saul, for what he did to the Lord's anointing. He had the opportunity and he had the chance to, to kill Saul. He had the chance to take the, to take the throne because he was the one who was going to be the next king. He was the one who was going to be the next one to step in line. But, but David's spirit rose up as, as he went to go take care of Saul. And, and it, it smote his heart. And, and as I began to think on David, I began to think of all the battles that David had won for the Lord. How he had slain many giants. He didn't just slay Goliath. I don't know if you know that. But he slayed his tens and thousands. Where Saul only slayed his thousands. He was even involved in bringing the ark back home from Obed-Edom. And the rejoicing. And, and I can imagine Israel rejoicing over David. Saying, you know, look what David's done. Look what the Lord has done for us. He even gave Jonathan's son, Mephibosheth, a seat at his table. One of his best friend's son. Even after Jonathan was, was so kind to him. All the things that he had done for him. He, he even found a place for his son at the seat at his table. And he wrote many psalms to the Lord. And yes, David did slip up. But he didn't stop trying to please the Lord afterward. The point is that I'm trying to make here is that David had a heart to please God. He was a man after God's own heart. It's in the Lord's word. Are we men, are we children after God's own heart? Do we have a hunger? Do we have a fear like David did of displeasing the Lord? Where if, if we do something wrong, even if we, we even think about doing something wrong, that our heart and our spirit says, Lord, you know, forgive me for even thinking that thought, Lord. Forgive me for, for even thinking that way, for even going that way, Lord. I, I want to be more like you, Lord. I know my, those thoughts aren't pleasing to you. I know the things that, that I may have done in my past, the things that I, I may even sin doing, Lord, not please you. But God, Lord... Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. God, Lord, I want, to be, I want you to be pleased with me. And we need a revival for trying to please the Lord. I'm going to say that again. We need a revival for trying to please the Lord. See, sometimes we have to fear God more than that we fear men. Because you see, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were known by the king. It says that the king appointed them to their offices that they had. They were really good friends with Daniel, and it just so happened that through the, the interpretation of the dream that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were able to, to rise into power, and they were well-known by the king. They weren't just people that were, were crazy about God, but they knew about, but the king knew about them. And they knew about being 
thrown into the furnace. They knew that that wasn't news to them. They knew what was going to happen if they did not bow down to the idols. They knew what was going to happen to them whenever they stood up for themselves and when they stood on what they believed in, when they said, you know what? It doesn't matter what the king says. It doesn't matter what men say in this world. It doesn't matter what our world leaders say. It doesn't matter what our government says. It doesn't matter what comes against us. I'm going to stand my feet down and I am going to serve the Lord no matter what comes my way. I'm going to serve the Lord no matter what comes my way. Even whenever this world gets rocky, even whenever all hell starts to break loose, even in these last days, my feet are going to be planted and our feet need to be planted on this word of Jesus Christ. We need to be planted solid rock in this truth because there's going to be people that come into this world. There are going to be powers and forces that come into this world that are going to try and threaten us and they're going to try and do every excuse and throw out every weapon they can try to try and persuade us to forsake what we have. But we've got to have... We got to have a strong faith. We got to have a faith that is stronger than our fear. We've got to have a faith that's stronger than what this world says. We've got to have a faith stronger than what, what this world says and what the, the world is going to try and do against us. You see, in Daniel 3.16, it says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. See, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had something made up in their minds. That they said, you know what? We know that our Lord is well able to deliver us. We know that he is well able to, you know, deliver us out of the fiery furnace. We know that he is well able to take us out of, of this predicament. But even if he doesn't, we want you to know that we are not going to bow to your gods. I, I can't get away from it. We're not going to bow to your gods. Whenever this, world, whenever this world rises up against us, and yes, I know we're already being persecuted, and I'm not trying to be, to be, you know, bad about it. I'm not trying to, to put people down. I'm not trying to discourage somebody, but I'm trying to get to somebody tonight that may feel like there's, there's a spirit of compromise on their heart, that there's a, a, a feel of a spirit of, of compromise on their heart. You see, the Pharisees wanted the praise of men more than they wanted to see God's glory. The Pharisees wanted this, the praise of men more than to see God's glory. You see, they were, they were appointed. They were appointed by God. You know, they held an office. They were known by, by all the Jewish people. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, all of them, every different sect, they were all known. They were all appointed. They were all high-ranked. They were all high-ranked, and they were all well-known by their people. And they wanted the praise of men more than they wanted to see God's glory. But you see, Jesus had the different attitude. He didn't want the praise of the high elites. He didn't want the praise of, of the people. He didn't, want, he didn't care about the people praising his name. But he wanted God's glory to be shown through him. Do we want God's glory to be shown through us, or do we want the praises of men? I don't want the praise of men, but I want to see God's glory in this place. I want to see God's glory shine brighter in this place. I want to see him, I want to see his, his healing power. I want to see his delivering power in this place. Even if it's not by me, even if it's, it's not by me, it's by the Lord's power. It's by his power and his healing virtue that, that it works, that he does his work. Amen. Amen. And there's going to come a day we have to make a choice to say, Am I going to serve God or am I going to serve man? 
There's going to come a day, and that day is steadfastly, fastly approaching, where we're going to have to make a choice to say, am I going to serve God, or am I going to serve man? Amen. Can we just worship the Lord real quick? Jesus, we love you. You see, Jesus was hated by this world. He was hated by this world. Even his own people hated him. His own people rejected him. They were the ones that put him on the cross. The people that followed him from the very beginning all the way up until his crucifixion, those were the ones that put him in the prison. Those were the ones that put him there on the cross. So if Jesus was hated by this world, why would we think that we're going to be accepted by it. Why do we think that we're going to be accepted by this world? Whenever we, we go out into this world and we, we, we try to be accepted. We try to say, you know what? We, we try to fit in. You know, it was said to me this way one time. That I would rather be a mile. No, 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 for sure that I'm a mile in heaven rather than to miss it by an inch. Can you imagine missing heaven by that much? Missing being in eternal glory with the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Lord, I don't want to miss eternal glory, God. Lord, I don't want to miss what you have, God. Lord, I don't want to miss heaven. I don't want to miss what you have for me in my ministry. Come on, is there anybody that feels that way tonight? God, Lord, I don't want to miss what you have for me, God. Lord, I don't want to miss, God, Lord, the things that you have planned in my life. I don't want to miss the things that you have planned in my spirit and in my walk with you, Jesus. You see, this world's already persecuting Christians. They're already persecuting us for what we believe, for, for standing up against things that are wrong, like homosexuality. They're, they're trying to, to conform us. But God's word says, do not be conformed but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We've got to be transformed in our mind. See, we've, in, in these last days, you know, I found myself praying more and more over people and for myself to have the helmet of salvation. Because we war not against flesh and blood, but we war against powers and principalities and wicked rulers in high places. We're not warring against flesh and blood, but we're, our warring in our battlefield is our mind. You see, sometimes we've got to start praying the armor of God over and say, Lord, give me the helmet of salvation, God. Lord, help me to, to give me the salvation, God, that I can, I can remember my salvation. God, I can remember everything that you brought me from. That I can remember all, all the, the terrible things that you brought me from, Lord. And I can, the, the experiences that I felt with your healing power, the experiences that I have felt with your glory, God. Lord, let me not forget those things. Let me not forget my past and where you brought me from, God. Lord, but help me to look forward to where you're bringing me, Jesus. See, we've got to stand up in this last day. I can't get away from this. We've got to stand up in this last day because there's going to be, there's going to be something that's going to rise up against us. And we've got to stand up in this last day. We've got to have a faith. We've got to have something in us that says, God, Lord, no matter what happens, God, no matter what this world says to me, no matter what this world try and does to me, Lord, Lord, I'm going to stand for you, God. Lord, I'm going to stand on your rock, God. Lord, I'm going to stand for all. I'm going to do all that there is. I'm going to stand, God, Lord, even whenever I've stood some more, God, Lord, I'm going to keep standing for you, God. Lord, I'm going to stand on your word, God. We've got to have a resilience in the Lord. We've got to have a resilience in the Lord. Amen. And as I'm coming to the close, if the musicians could come and if we could all stand.
amen, we've got to have a fear for displeasing the Lord. Lord, more than anything in this world, God, Lord, I want my life to make you happy. I want my life to make you happy. And we've got to have a resilience in this last day because the enemy is coming. The enemy is coming and he's going to try and do everything he can to try and take us away from this truth. He's going to do everything that he can to try and take us away from this, this, this beloved truth that we have. And then we've got to have a resilience. We've got to have a resilience. Come on, can we just worship the Lord right now? Jesus, we've got to have a resilience in this last day, Jesus. God, that we've got to have a resilience in this last day. God, Lord, I want to, I want to be known, God, Lord, for serving you, God, Lord. I want to serve you, God, Lord, more than I want the praises of men, oh, God. Lord, I want you, God, Lord, in every single way, God. Lord, I want you to be pleased with my life, oh, God. Lord, I want you to be pleased with my heart, God. Lord, give me a fear, oh, God, Lord, for displeasing you, God. Oh, Lord Jesus, I love you and I worship you. Amen. I wonder if we couldn't just come around this altar and just pray to the Lord right now. Lord, give us a fear for displeasing you, O oh God. Give us a fear for displeasing you, O oh God. Lord, I want to reverence the things that are holy, God. Lord, I want to forsake the things that you consider holy, God. Lord, I want to be changed by your spirit, God. Lord, I want to be changed by your spirit, O oh God. Oh, hallelujah, 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 God. Lord, give us